G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chew in the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. In this episode, we're going to give you highlights of the week, and we're also going to give you a bit of rest and digest. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> my, name, my name's Jack, and once again I'm joined by good mate Gus. Yeah, what are you going to say, mate? Is that a verbal first draft of a title? Yeah, it literally just came to me. I like it. It might be the title for this one. It's a bit Reader's Digest-esque. <laughs> Nice to um, see you, Jack. Yeah, you too, mate. And also thanks to our marvellous and handsome producer, producer Frey. <laughs> How you going? Very well, thanks, fellas. You look great, by the way. Thank you. Not sure if anyone understands what that means yet, but I'm sure you're going to get onto that in a second. Well, my phone just wasn't on silent. Apologies, everyone out there. It's <laughs> okay. That was a mobile call. Well, we're down, we're down in the lounge room today. We've taken a step back from the Delve Studios and um, it's a bit, I'd almost like to say it's a bit more relaxing down here. I'm comfy. Not that it's not relaxed up top. It's relaxing. It's very relaxing. It's because we can recline. Up top, we're running on like dining chairs. Yeah, and a forward lean. Forward the lean. Table. All, c- all cramped in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got so distracted by that phone call. Apologies. <laughs> That's all right. Anything important? Don't know. It's an unknown number. Just a mobile. Oh, they'll leave a oh. message. From Norway. No, Australian mobile. Interesting. Um. Mm. Before we kick things off, as always, we want to thank our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified grass-fed beef and pork straight from their local farm in Toowoomba. Getting a lot of wet, a lot of a lot of rain recently, <laughs> and straight to your door or workplace. Having said that, I did. I went for a drive. I was with uh, Jobbins a couple of weeks ago, and we drove out that way to Esk Way. Very green out there. Why are you going to Esk? Somerset. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, is ish. Very green. Really? So they, yeah, they've got, they've gotten a Last lot of rain. Last time I was out there, it was it was like the end of 2019, and it was bone dry. It was they hadn't had rain for like 12 months. No, the farmers would be happy right now. Mm. Yeah, it's lush. La Nina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which translates to wet lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't um, know. Uh, let's kick things off. With once again our favorite segment, the listeners' favorite segment. Yep. Sport of the week. Let's do it. Do you uh, have one? No, I don't have one. Producer <laughs> Frey, one. do you have one? What did we have last week? You gave us one last week, didn't you? Was it was it Yak Polo? Yak Polo. Like, no, it was. Um, that was that was a couple of weeks ago. It was the Jesus poor skiing, motorsport skiing. Uh, draw, well, it was your one, mate. Ski drawing. <laughs> yeah. Ski drawing. That feels right. And Behind. I had. Um, I don't know why I cut you off when I didn't remember. I was hoping it would come to me right uh, through the sentence. If For fans of The Office, sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. <laughs> um, what have you got for us? It is an ancient sport. First played in the 14th century. Does Golf. It, is it still... <laughs> do they still currently... Definitely not. Do they still currently play this sport? They still play it. It's... Uh, I think it originated in the Basque region in Spain and they still it's still big there. I think it was big in America or North America, the United States for a bit. Right. And then dropped off for some reason. So I think we'd call it Tier C. Maybe it's Tier A in, in Basque. Okay. Anyway, it's called Jai Alai. <laughs> I like it already. I got the pronunciation right. Jai Alai. As one like word? Jai Alai. Two words. Two words. It's a sport. I don't know the rules. I think it's a cross between sort of like handball, you know, handball off a wall or squash. Yeah, gotcha. And lacrosse. But they play it with this long wicker basket like hand. (laughs) And they send it to the wall. Just whipping it. I saw a guy do this maybe on like Instagram reel or something and I he he had exactly what you described who was playing probably playing the sport I was like what is this it's like a lacrosse style squash mm. Mm. it says this I think it's 180 feet long the court 40 feet wide and they whip it into the wall they whip it back and forth amongst themselves so it, which it is like either one on one or doubles point eight six meters for those who aren't Thank American you. I wish I could have done meters but I didn't the the Video I watched a minute ago said in feet. 55 I calculate meters. It. <laughs> and yards? 
Yes. Without <laughs> Divided by three. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Well, um, that's a, that's a so it's essentially, Fifty would you call it a cross between... Oh. Quick, oh there you go. Was it 100, 180 feet? feet divided by three? Math podcast, Gus. Wow. What's what? 180. Divided by three. Divided by three. Let's not get into math. 60. Good though. Um, would oh, you call right. it? Would you call it a cross between squash and lacrosse? I think so. It says it's. It says the ball can travel at upwards of 302 kilometers per hour. Jesus. Apparently, it's very <laughs> dangerous. I guess if you get that wrong and you whip it into your partner or something, be like a accidental tennis. 302. I don't know why they got 302. That's, that's F1 speeds. <laughs> that's quick. That's that's your frame of reference for everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's half an F1. Yeah. yeah, I'm just looking sort of vaguely at the rule, but I, I don't. I do your own research on that, everyone. Um, now, is there, fun. We'll are there any up. facilities? to What's the sport called again? Jai Alai. Are there any Australian facilities for Jai Alai? I'll find that out for you. With All my right, we'll fingers. keep going. <laughs> Good sport, mate. Thank you. Um, played where? Sorry, Basque in in Spain. Gotcha. Particularly, it was yeah. Apparently, big in Florida for a bit. Florida, Florida. It's called the the brutal ballet with bullets. <laughs> the sport. The ball goes that fast, and you're so you have to be so accurate. And brutal ballet. The brutal ballet with bullets. I've never thrown Sydney anything morning, with like a. A wicker basket or even a lacrosse paddle. Have you oh. produced a fray? It's got to require a bit of coordination there. Other than a little bit of lacrosse. Have you played lacrosse? A little bit. Can you? Is it easy the to drag the ball down? That's my question. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it easy to hold on too long and drag it or like, just like slide it? Just like mm-hmm. John Howard's bomb. Bo- remember when yeah, he steamed like in? Johnny Howard just dragging <laughs> down a... And held it way too long and then pumped it into the ground. That's your worst nightmare at the Nets oh, no. when Gilly invites me down for a treat like <laughs> once a year. Worst nightmare, just dragging one down. Oh, no. How'd it go, producer Frey? Yeah, fine. It's really easy to do like little things that you think look really tricky and cool because it sits pretty comfy in that little um, pocket. I don't know the official term of the end of a lacrosse stick. The, the glove, the sack, Hold the net. On. There you go. But it doesn't come out easy. But um, yeah, it's a bit, you have to like kind of jar it, stop before it all. I'll have to give it a go. Yeah, I can't visualize. <laughs> I was entranced in his eyes there for a bit. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Good. That's our sport of the week. Jai Alai. Jai Alai. Yeah, I was trying to... You, do you guys know how to do those um, pronunciation letters? The alphabet? The phonetic Phonetics. thing? Mm. I think oh, it was... It, gotcha. had a, it had like a, a funny looking X, which made me think it was Jai, not Jai. Jai. Oh, we'll go with Jai. Or perhaps um, J, a lie. Also pronounced Hi, a lie. Well, any listeners that are familiar with the sport, let us know. Or the language of Spanish. Surely no one knows about that sport. That that's that'd Sounds be un- pretty niche, right? That'd be unheard of, yeah. Mm. I Good was one. worried we'd done it before, but I guess not. I don't think so. <laughs> Lose track so quickly. Once again, we need to formulate a list. You know it would be great. Someone like we said, yeah, like we said last week, if someone just wrote in to us, hey boys, these are your sports that you've done. Here's a spreadsheet. I don't think we've had Some that sort of many consistent function. listeners. No, no. <laughs> TC, give it a crack. That'd be good. Maybe give him a free, free sh- um, trim we'll the bat shirt. Give you a free wallaby water. You know what? <laughs> we still owe people that much. We do. <laughs> How funny is that? We sent Jeremy Bell very. It was quite late, to be honest. Um, super late. Super late. We've sent him uh, some merch all the way to New Zealand. To New Zealand, but unfortunately, haven't. We can't get it to locals. <laughs> to our Brisbane locals. Should we? Get, we got. We got. We meant. To, are you going to Alex's birthday? I'll this be week? there. We we do owe him a couple stubby coolers. So and if BG's there, we owe him one too. Two birds with the one stone. Two birds with one stone. Could be three birds with the one stone, depending on the crowd. Can't remember who else we owe one to. We owe one to Harry. Yeah, he's got he? a couple. Oh, okay. He nicked them. Stuff him. <laughs> <laughs> and he st- and he took my hat too. So oh, he's had more than enough. Yeah, he <laughs> wear my hat too. Um. Let's let's move on uh, to some highlights, shall we? So we've had a bit of some tennis highlights at the ATP Masters 1000 in Paris, mm-hmm. some uh, Billie Jean King Cup highlights, and if also knows those results. I think we we do <laughs> probably more so than last week's attempt at T20 T20, which is kept rolling on. Yeah, without our eyes on it um let, let's go let's go back and start with some some tennis news let's do with it. our aussie woman 
in the now called Billie Jean King Cup. BNP Paribas. BNP Paribas. Powered by Microsoft. Powered by Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must be nice. Um, the Aussie girls, a few really good wins. Um, they ended up bowing out in the semi-final to producer Frey. Great question. <laughs> Do your own research. Do your own research at home. I ran out of time this morning. I had like 30 minutes to there's do a lot some of sport. notes. There's a lot of sports to catch up on. So Switzerland. Switzerland. Who plays for Switzerland? Bencic. Is she Swiss? Yeah. I know that's... I'm sure Well, she played, well, she played with Roger in Hop- Hopman Cup, so... Wow. So, yeah. That's she's, strong. Um, she Look at she, Switzerland. Yeah, she was, she's in the top 20, I think. So yeah, pumping it was a pretty, out. It was a rough round as well yeah. from the highlights I saw. Um, Storm was playing singles again. Yeah, after, she... After she, a fantastic debut BJK Cup. Round two. Um, win in the singles in the first round. Um, that was her debut... Did she beat someone in the top 20? Yeah. Who's that? First Storm? Top, top 20 win, yep. Yeah, she did, and also Gavrilova. Dasha. Dasha, back from... She hasn't played for five months. At all? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just Came back and a couple wins off the, off the, off the cuff. So. Just making TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has. She's got a TikTok presence. Uh, does with she? Her, with her dog. Well, I don't yeah. know for sure, but... They at least seem to filter through to Instagram reels, and I just yeah, I do. I have it's yep. the same thing. I have seen a couple actually. So yeah, they've done unbelievably well. Um, without Ash too, so yeah, yeah. No, so to make the semi-final. Isla was um, ill for the first week, after some food poisoning. Tell you what, if we had Ash and Isla fully fit playing, we got a hell of a team. Gee, bloody mm. bloody oath. But um, yeah, it didn't it didn't continue unfortunately for Storm. She had a little bit of a tough. Round against Jill uh, Tishman. Yep. She um, only won three points in the first set. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's nearly a golden set. Yeah, a six-five, six-three loss there. But um, what's a golden? She twenty-four kept points. Fighting. It was real. I watched a good half of that match. Yeah, wonderful. Be easy to drop the head. It's tough after to do. That yeah, first set. after after losing a first set, nearly in, in a golden way. Jeez, to pull back and start competing again in the second. Six-three in the second. That's 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 tough to do. Yeah, that's a, a, that's a moral victory, I'd say. That's another win for Australia. <laughs> we'll take that. Thanks, we'll Tom. <laughs> uh, um, we've also had some really good Aussie results on the men's side with local. Is, is he a Brizzy boy? James Duckworth? Sydney? Sydney, perhaps. He trains in Brisbane. Anyway, James Duckworth made the quarterfinal. Ducky? Ducky? Ducks? Whatever you want to call him. that. <laughs> I have yeah, noticed that I have noticed that it's ducks from from those that have been posting. So much like the prize that clever people win at school. That's yes, did you get that one? Me. I got it in primary school. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's good. But fell off. <laughs> really fell off the rails. <laughs> fell off. Segwaying into high school. <laughs> yeah, lost it. I got complacent. Basically, lost I had early success. Early success. Jumped off the bandwagon. Jumped off the rails. Started smoking. Wow. <laughs> That's not true. Drinking energy drinks before school. I don't know if I've ever drunk. Drank? Drinked? I've never drunk. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I have never drinked a can of energy drink. Like, legitimately. Sat Red, down. And Red had, Bull? Like, Me neither. No, I've, I've never just been like, I want a Red Like, I've drunk bits of Red Bull. Right. Like Red, a Jager bomb and In different scenarios. But I've never been like, get me a can. Or a big no. can of Monster or something. On, on the Red Bull situation, I, I had one the other day. Right, and, yeah. and it was pre, pre tennis, pre workout, and I was thinking <laughs> I actually almost enjoy a Red Bull more so after a workout or after a session for some reason. Oh, getting some <laughs> bad. That looks is so from, controversial. Fray. Why? As like it's a, a stimulant. It's like a. It's just sugar. Why don't you it's, just drink a power? I don't need a stimulant to play tennis. I'm, I'm already in for it. Or a wallaby <laughs> Gee, stop. water. Stop. <laughs> Just excited. I just love the sport. That's all I need. <laughs> wow. That makes no sense, dude. If we're about to talk about... <laughs> apologies. If we're about to talk about rest and relaxation in the back half... Oh, of that's this, true. And you're recommending Red Bulls post-game. I'd love to talk to a sports nutritionist or something, but oh. let's get Jake Gray on the line. He'll tell you yeah. that's not the go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the go for me. I enjoy it. I love the lovely I taste of it. Red Bull. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Red Bull. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. But before we go on from Red Bull, 
on this podcast, have we spoken about how they got so successful so quickly in the first place? Red Bull? No. Yeah. What they were doing is they would hire people to just take empty Red Bull cans and throw them in every single bin that they can see in like major cities. Just throw them <laughs> in the bins. Away. Because people would then see that this is a really in-demand item. See empties. They'd see empties in all the bins. Everywhere they look, Red Bull cans are like flattened, thrown in the bin. And so then that caused people to just buy them like crazy. Phenomenal you serious? marketing. That's so clever. Fact check that. Bit of a cost yeah. though. Research. I guess bit of a cost, but like but they the, would have empty cans. Yeah. They the, could just the get a batch without the filling them up. Part. Yeah. I don't know how the like manufacturing process works with yeah. cans. To be fair, how do you seal up cans? Because they wouldn't just be cracked and then you pour liquid in and you close them up. That's not Talk possible. Into the mic. I think it seals. Huh? So Talk into the I've mic. seen this. I've actually <laughs> seen this on the uh, Torella production line when they posted some content. Yeah. The can goes in with the full circular lid off. As you can see, the silver parts oh. then clamps on and gets pinched around pinched or something. Around. I'm not actually quite sure what happens to the the lid of it before that, but anyway. How neat. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so yeah, James Duckworth made the quarterfinals. He beat Popperin in the round before to make it. I think. No way. Yeah. Look at the boys. The boys are yeah lifting. Um, Popperin is rising too. He's doing quite well. He's doing very well, and he's still quite young. Super young. Um, and and Ducks pushing thirty. I think, in terms of age. He's been around um, a long 29. time. I feel like I've seen him at the AO and I haven't been for yeah. a long time. I probably haven't been for a decade plus. So a really good breakthrough. We are chatting, I think myself and housemate Super Saiyan actually were talking about this yesterday, is that top 50, so he's ranked 47 now. That's That's, that's almost more of a breakthrough than break, breaking the 100. Because everyone, everyone go. we all talk about all right, you're in the top 100 or your top 120, you can make all the slams. Yeah. Qualies. But, but quali- or yeah, one, 100 main draw. N- no one talks about the the ATP 1000s, 500s and 250s, of which you need to be ranked inside the top 60 to play with the max oh. 64 draw. Right, and that's where and that's where the money... Like, yes, you that, get, yes, you get big money. You get four big money. Four slams isn't that much. Four slams is... is, is big money, heaps. but... Not as many. Yeah, you probably if you play all four slams and lose first round, you probably come home with maybe one thirty. But you have to travel around the whole year. Yeah, as and well. that's not even breaking even. Yeah. So now that he's in the top fifty, he's getting looks at ATP thousands, five hundreds, and literally anything he wants. So yeah, that's huge. That's one that's of these making ones. a living. Also, yeah. what a what a run from him in the before he even got to Poprin. Oh, he be Batista Agu, Batista Agu, and Musetti. Who's had success Who's an recently? Up and, yeah, up and comer. So and um, he only lost in seven five in the third against her chat her catch her catch her catch mm. is wow. Who's a top ten player at the moment? Ducky. So. Is this a <laughs> Ducky? <laughs> is this a Milman esque trajectory from Ducky? Would you compare that? Definitely. Johnny Milmania Back. had a bit of a later run. Yeah, late late in his career, just just found a breakthrough, couple tournaments, and just got it done. Away he went. Imagine the perseverance though. He'd been hitting tennis balls full time for what, like fourteen years? Oh yeah. Literally? Like Yep. Nuts. It's a tough one. It's a very tough one. But I'm um, glad he's uh, You've still got time. Yeah. You've still got time, baby. We'll come back to this because it's another topic to, um we're gonna talk about on on ducks. But let's move on. Who's that? We've got another topic on ducks. Who? Who? <laughs> ducks. Ducky. Ducky. Alright. We'll we'll try and make ducky st- I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if I like ducky. I do. Two syllables. What's wrong with that? Your name's Maury. You want me to start calling you Moore? <laughs> Mr. Moore. <laughs> I don't mind it. Oh, okay. Um, last last week, we had a very poor attempt at uh, running through... Super poor. <laughs> very poor. Um, yes, producer Frey? I've put my hand up. We haven't finished talking about tennis yet. No, we're going to come back to it. About... The big Joker man. Oh, taking out Paris. Taking out Paris, securing his thirty seventh one thousand Masters title, which breaking is more records. Another so. record, and not to mention, if anyone hasn't seen the trophy yet, the Paris Trophy is probably one of the stunning. It's one of the better trophies on the tour. I haven't seen it. it looks like a tree. It looks it's like, like a tree, or like a giant antler. 
Oh, cool. It's like all spiky and it's enormous and that's you so put original. it as like the centerpiece on a table or yeah. kill someone with it. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that's so different. Just not they, they weren't content with a regulation cup or jug shape. No. I, I yeah, I, I think tennis needs more of that. The trophies are too I think the world does. <laughs> <laughs> fun trophies. Trophies are too vanilla. Oh god. Give us some spice. Definitely. You isn't, looked so isn't unhappy, there by the way, when he was winning. <laughs> you should have seen his face. Were you <laughs> like, I you said to, that. And he I went, don't want to talk about Djokovic winning again. Jesus. <laughs> well, he had a little break in there for a while. Yeah. Good tennis, though. He played, Medvedev, he played Medvedev in the final, so good three-setter. How's that? That is the story of 2021. Djokovic med finals. He's been, they've been training together all week, too. Really? All, all tournament. Before the tournament, during the tournament, and then they ended up playing each other in the final, so... I guess if you're the best in the world, why not train with the, the second best. best in the world? <laughs> and Medvedev was has been really complimentary of him in the past. Like in that AO speech, was it AO? Yeah. He was like, yeah, he's been hitting with me since I was... And he backed it up in the... Top um, 500. Yeah, he backed it up in the Paris speech too in his post-match, saying that he thinks more and more people... Or Djokovic is gaining the respect from more and more people as he progresses. He's an ally. Yeah. <laughs> How nuts is that? It's a, it's a weird situation for, for the world to be in that we have to talk about someone gaining respect when he uh, he holds like every record, every record possible in the game of tennis. Well, not every, but you know. He's getting there. He's getting there. And he very nearly did this golden slam. So anyway. Nearly. It's just nuts. That's a weird situation for us to be in. Has there ever been another athlete that you can think of that had caught? Had been at the top. That's so like post-game yeah. though. That's post-career. True. Was she popular at the time? Like, he's clearly... Like, do you think that if he had a Federer-esque mentality and persona he just throughout his whole career, would people be then saying, oh, easily the GOAT? Without, yeah, because without he holds more records. 100%. He's equal on slams and he has the records in all the 1,000s yeah. and his time at number one. It's weird. It's just strange. Anyway, I know anyway. we've talked about it before, so let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's... um Phrase of the day. Let's finally move on to our favourite sport in cricket. I do love it though. Love cricket. I love actually quite like the the summer of cricket. Um, just uninformed. Uninformed, in particular T Twenty. I don't mind getting to a T Twenty match, but I also don't mind. It's been a difficult time zone. It, yeah, it is. It is. Um, where are they? They're over in. Uh, been in yeah. Dubai, Abu Dhabi, all over the place. But Australia yeah. through to the semi-finals, playing yes, Pakistan to, to play Pakistan, who have won all of their matches, and uh, Matt Hayden fire. is the batting coach. So it's oh, a Hayden no Langer reunion tour. <laughs> Which is cool. But we... I actually did... Um, I'm borderline more across it. So after we spoke last week and got everything wrong, there are like, <laughs> yeah. there are like five or six teams in it. Six teams in each group. Yep. Of the Super 12. Two groups of six. Right. So four teams aren't going through. Two from each group go to the and semis. that's it. That's it. Right. We have the same amount of wins as South Africa, but after we spoke last week, we beat Bangladesh so convincingly who lost every game. So it goes on... Um Net run rate. Right. We jumped above them because we chased their total down in six Didn't we chase it? Yeah, I was going to say. 6.2 or something. Mitch Marsh came in and went like 6, 4, 6. Jeez. Did you see the um, Chris Gale's bowl? Bowl out Mitch Marsh? True. Yeah. When we played the (laughs) With this like absolute floater. and got caught. Absolute pie. Got caught out. Tried to play it straight. Got caught. And... Marsh walks out, walks walks off, and Chris Gale comes and like jumps on his back and gives him like a little <laughs> little bump. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, we got the dub, which we needed because then South Africa beat England. Um. So yeah, we just scraped through on that run rate. And um, then England New Zealand is the second semi final or the first semi final with the second one. Unreal. So that's midnight our time, Thursday and Friday. So Wednesday night, Thursday night, sort of thing. Friday night might be. Friday morning, I think. All right, might, might stay up and watch it. What do you reckon, producer Frey? Yes. <laughs> this guy loves cricket. <laughs> loves his cricket. Um, moving on from that, some more highlights of the week. Luka, Luka Doncic, a huge game winner. Step back to, into the three from had, like the left wing. He had... Well, he had obviously one defender on him, but then when he took the shot, he Couple probably more had two, yeah, two or three more <laughs> hands in the face. <laughs> yeah, and it was just bottom. Apparently, the Celtics gave away a foul. Their last foul, or no, it was their last timeout and foul with like six seconds left. I don't know. I'm not super across it. They did something dumb. Going through the notes, if you hit a game winner like that or you do something that 
miraculous. It'd be very, very easy to swear post-match in the, yeah. in a live interview. Well, this is what got me thinking about it because he goes, so they're like, so how is that? That's so crazy. He's like, shit. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, just keep covers saying it up shit. with the second one. <laughs> covers up shit with an F-bomb. <laughs> and that got me curious because I want to know if you two believe in the mythology and the yarn that you're spun as a child or an adult we're not going to discriminate. When you go play laser tag and they tell you, if you swear, what? your chest thing will know and you get I've dinged n- and you get turned off. Who told you that? I've never heard, heard that. that. Have I've you heard, heard that? I tested it. I no. swear. <laughs> it happens. I swear. No I've, way. I've done the Luca. I swore it kills you and I swore again and I got killed again. I don't believe it. No, it happens. Are you serious? I don't know if there's I've a little mic that... or if they're just watching you. I've played but... some. I've played some tag in my time. <laughs> I have not been informed about this swearing rule. You got not I... that I'd be swearing as a grom, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> it Science cuts you off. Are you serious? Yeah. It kills you because you know how you just get killed for like ten seconds or whatever. Yeah. Followed it up with the double, the Michael Dublé. Michael Dublé got spooked. Jeez. Dropped one. I didn't know that. It's nuts. That's Laser Zone on the Sunshine Coast. We'll go have a game. Yeah, I reckon. It's the same There's at the, the one in... Uh, strike? In the city. Strike bowling? Yeah. It's got some laser tag? Oh, it is. Yep, strike. One. You can bowl, laser tag. Is that then... You get drinks. Is that then just like common across the field of laser tag? You can't swear? Is that like ingrained in their tech? Is it targeted for children? Because that I think it might sense. be targeted for children. <laughs> the game. You see adults there, but I think it might be targeted oh, for children. Oh, come on. Give us a look. <laughs> Jesus. Why would they make all the obstacles adult size then? Exactly. Yeah, well, they have enough. laser tag leagues. People get into it. You know what we should go to? There's that place in Chermy. It's um, Chermy. That's for locals. <laughs> You're a Chermy local. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's got laser tag. It's got bowling. It's got an arcade, like arcade games. It's got ping pong. Yes. And it's got a bar. And it's got a function room. Maybe yeah. our 100th episode. At, well, at the venue. We have a party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Bloody good. It's called playtime. Um, playtime. So speaking Shout of out. speaking of swearing in post game interviews, let's go through some of the most famous ones we've seen in our time. Maybe our time or on highlight reels. Bit of both. One of the most recent. We'll go back to the ones that you've listed, but the most recent one and one of the most famous Aussie ones was Kayla McEwen's f bomb <laughs> at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic. Went <laughs> went viral. It went viral, and that was like she was just being her natural self, which I. Which loved I re- it. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You can take the girl out of Kabulcha. <laughs> yeah, that's Kabulcha. I think so. Yeah. Wow. Sunny, well, it's like sun, I think she probably lives. I know on she the sunny trained coast. on the sunny coast. Yeah. I think she's originally from Kabulcha. That's um, our shared heritage. This is a super funny one that you've listed down. Is Chris Hyington's 05 grand final where with Maddie Johns? Yeah, and Maddie Johns is la- trying to trying to contain his laughter and <laughs> I was just going f bomb f bomb. He doesn't doesn't care at <laughs> no. all. Just loving it. Speaking of Chris Hyanton, is he signed up to fight Joey Leilua? Surely not. I think so. On the Gallon Oshay Ole card. <laughs> God. Oh, man. There's nothing Circus. I hate more than than NRL players wanting to get a undercard. In the fight game. Oh. Apparently, Oshay Ole used to fight amateur at the amateur level. He used to box. I hope he knocks Gal down. He's been... Mind you, though, Gal came out and literally said, I'm I'm in it for the money, like the money's really good. I'm like yeah. I'm an okay boxer. Yeah, and he just like he just says it straight up. It's like so, yeah, that's fair enough. So when he's in these like pre-fight press conferences and Zoom calls, FaceTimes, whatever it is, and he's like sledging the the S out of Oshay Ole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like you can't take it seriously. Like it's like we know what you're doing. You're just you're just driving clicks, and that's fair enough. He's just getting money. Yeah, it's just a bit cringy though. Yeah, I haven't been super keen on it. Anyway. Um, some more. Shax was a great one. Shax was a really Post good one. Post loss, playing, this for, playing for the Lakers. Have he, you seen it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he got. He he threw an f bomb, sledging swe- the refs, sledging the refs, and then he got told. take over the game. <laughs> and then he got told he's on live TV. Shaq, we're on live. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I Double love that. Down. Oh, so good, so good. Um, um, I'm sure there's many more. We should probably. Anthony Edwards playing for the Timbles. He's been a pretty A-list swearer recently. Well, he had a I, comment about Giannis that was. Yeah, I I think there needs to be more of it. People know what 
live TV is like. People know especially what in a swear sport, words are. Especially in a yeah, especially in a sporting environment. Having having said this, I was this is a conversation with myself and another fellow at work about because we're coaching kids at the moment that are coming to the age of like swearing is just fine. Like it's they're teenage, they're young teens, starting to get it done. They're starting to get it done, and I feel as though if we partake in that a little bit on a serious level, like maybe an f bomb yeah. here and there, few few just to drive a point home to drive a point home, then the respect level goes I feel up. goes up. I've seen that. Interesting. You know, you yeah. Look, you look at a group of, you know, 14, 15, 16 year olds and they're doing a drill and you say, guys, that was shit. Yeah. Or they're like, yeah. Whoa, when you're okay. explaining Just something. Gets them in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Or right. even dropping a little subtle F-bomb when you're explaining something really, really gets them, gets them revved up. So I guess that is like, that is sort of not, not yeah, necessarily the only way to get respect as a teen. But it's also, they, they are under the assumption that you're talking to them like an adult. True. So, so they're like, okay, we'll dial in. So, ooh, he's being quite serious. He's just throwing an f bomb. Dialing back even further into childhood, do you remember when you didn't know all the swear words and someone <laughs> would tell you like, oh, there's seven. Yeah, ooh. I remember. And you'd be like, oh, well, I've got one. <laughs> Harry, Harry Jobbins, neighbour on the sunny coast, because he was a year above me at school. Yeah. He would know all the things before <laughs> I did. So when we'd hang out in the afternoon, he'd come back with, with new words. S bomb first, the f bomb. Yeah. The C, then the C one came. He he made the C one, so the C bomb, like really mysterious. Like, That's a big deal. Like, there's a there's a word worse than the F bomb, Jack. <laughs> I was like, I don't believe you. What is it? It's impossible. <laughs> it's like I'm not. I can't tell you. I can't say it. I can't say it. Like write it down. He gave in two days later. Of course, like, he was always gonna. Yeah. Once he's brought it up. Yeah, such a sharp word. Jeez. Anyway. Special times. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to drop it. <laughs> I was getting ready on the no, swear buzzer. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Once, anyway, where were we? I got a red card playing soccer for dropping a C bomb. Really? Suspended two weeks. Jesus for dropping. <laughs> what? What did you do? Oh, what happened Put to you? Straight at the ref. I was. We were playing. You didn't call the like, ref a C bomb. No. It was <laughs> not. <laughs> I think they might have. I think the ref might have thought that I did. It was like the 90th minute. It was one all or nil all. They had a free kick like 20 yards out, like just outside the box. I was playing center back maybe. And I, this, I was like 20. I was like 70 kilos dripping wet. Only added a few on top of that. Pure, pure muscle. Pure muscle, tone. And I was just playing this like <laughs> big, like 35-year-old, like very sweaty, just very physical. And he just, he grabbed me in like sort of a headlock-esque move and just like ripped me down like a judo throw. Jeez, you can't be doing that in the wonderful game of football. You cannot be doing that. And I looked at the sky and I went, mm. what the FC perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> oh two, no, two I'll tell you what I did. Stone, why not? i tell you what I did. I, as I was going down, I put my hands out and I went, ref, like as in I'm getting judo thrown. He can't yep. be doing this. Got the ref's attention. And then said, what the FC? And the ref has probably gone. Oh, that's directed, directed at me. At me. <laughs> You're off, mate. Marching orders. <laughs> and yeah. What the football? Oh, that's, yeah. that's a great one. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. You can drop the F-bomb though. It's the C that will get you. Stay away from the Cs. You'll drown. <laughs> you will. And I did. <laughs> and they were like, do you want to contest it at the judiciary? And I was like, uh. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> you can do that at your level? Yeah, you can Damn. contest it. But I was like, what are we going to do? It's just going to be the ref. Will be, there's no cameras. The ref will be like, he said it. And I'll be like, no, no, I, no didn't. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> good, good case. Good case. We'll give you a week. The club paid the fees ground. though. Oh, paid go. my fine and I was suspended. Thank you, North Brisbane FC. Good shout on out. Them. Going up to yeah, Cap 1 out. next year. Shout Is out. Is Don still playing? Yeah, he's been with them for like four divisions. They're rising up to Capital One next year. Oh, Got fantastic. Promoted. He's had a journey. Awesome. Good stuff, Don. Um, Good stuff, Don. Before we move on to our, before uh, the chew, last topic we're going to run through, going back to Ducks. Who? Ducky, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about, mate? <laughs> James Duckworth. Um, it's been a topic in our household and hopefully in the tennis community. Top 50, pretty big achievement, I'd say. Huge. Huge achievement. Massive. Where's the publicity? I actually nothing. didn't know. Fox Sport Australia, nothing. I won't lie to ESPN you, ESPN Australia, know. New Zealand, nothing. Top 50? You are kidding me. I literally, I didn't know. Like, 
you wrote this down. So he is now That's the first I heard he is it. now what the second highest ranked Aussie. What we'll is the maybe demon? the third? Demons top thirty maybe. And then Kicks. yeah, he'd be second. No, Kiggs is he's, he's out. out. He's like Kicks near the hundred. Kiggs further. Popper in would be seventies maybe. There's a big chunk of him in the and top hundred, but snubbed for be. the Davis Cup team. ATP Cup. Who'd they play? Demon, Tomo. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But yeah, the point being. Why do you think that is? That he's not getting if you publicity. Had to theorize. Mm. Well, I don't think tennis. I don't think tennis Australia markets their athletes well enough, and the depth of their athletes. So obviously, Ash is our pin-up girl at the moment, being mm. number one in the world. Great, awesome for the sport. Yeah. But super good. Very good. But all. But what about the next ten best w- women in Australia? You know, you know what I mean. And same, same yeah. on the men's side. We talk a lot about obviously Kyrgios gets a bit of media attention with his. With his persona. Yeah, because he drives clicks. A little bit, we hear a little bit of Milman and Dimini every now and then. Um, but when you compare it to other sports like football, AFL, golf, whatever, if you're top 20 in your nation, people will know about you. Yeah. Even, even uh, on a domestic level here, top 15 in the state. It's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Because you think of how many people... like to be. I think I'm, maybe I'm a bit salty because I played a pro series a couple of weeks ago and no one, <laughs> no one, no one knows I'm it. a pro tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, this is going public service announcement to the world. Jack is a professional tennis player now. You're but welcome. No, yeah, but no one knows. No, well, I think you're right because you, it's, you can attest to this. It's such a struggle and a grind to fight through so many people to get to the top 10 or top 5 of players in Australia. Like, so many people are playing tennis. Heaps. Hundreds of thousands. So, to actually be top 10 is a huge achievement in its own, but we get caught up on... They only really... We only hear about tennis in the slams, particularly the AO, but really only we hear about it for the slams. Yeah, but AO... like, mainstream media. 100%. AO for tennis in Australia takes up about 95% of its... Coverage. Coverage, yeah. Yeah, literally. So, they 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 could emphasize more... How like how good they are to be in that to be in the Fed Cup or ATP Cup? hundred percent. Like just to be on in the Australian team should even, be a huge achievement. Like even, the cricket team. Yeah, even on a smallest like the Sheffield Shield gets a fair bit of traction. Yeah, true. Oh, I, I think so. A little anyway, bit. a little bit. You seem to be a fan. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <To> what? <laughs> Producer Frey, no. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, if I reckon there just needs to be a bit more a bit more publicity in in our. Local pro events. Why not? <laughs> he wants pub. <laughs> it was live streamed, mate. What more do you want? On YouTube. Yeah, you had like three. You're only you are you're only seventy. Come on, give so, us a look. Whoa. You only you only found out because I told you. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true, but yeah, for your okay, a- fair for, enough. Yeah, so for your word a- of mouth. Yeah, for your average Joe Blow that loves tennis in his local community. He he doesn't know what's on, so he just doesn't know. Anyway, I'm salty, but yeah, I'm baffled. No publicity on James Duckworth, nothing. Great guy, you know, has done really nothing wrong in the headlines. Been so. a pro for twelve years. Yeah, give him a look. Jack's been a pro for two weeks. Two weeks. It was a, you know what? Do you though? feel different? <laughs> Definitely, but not in the way that you would think. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about this. So I, I spent two weeks traveling from Brizzy to the Gold So working, traveling to the Gold Coast, playing, coming back, working. Just for two weeks. And it wasn't for long. Yeah. It was dreadful. <laughs> it was dreadful. <laughs> Imagine doing that on the run, overseas, going from hotel to hotel, busting your ass for a bit, losing 80% of your matches. Mm. Don't do it. So you hate being a professional tennis player? I would hate it. You do hate it. <laughs> I guess I'm only traveling to the Gold Coast <laughs> and copping losses, but yeah. Anyway, tough. It was humid too. That would make you cranky. Um, last thing before we move on. And he was having his Red Bulls after the matches too. So he's like tired while he's playing. He try it. Why. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Just try it, will you? Um, before we move on to Producer Frey's next segment or questions, whatever's, whatever's in store for us today, we haven't written it down, but I'd also like to shout out also um, Lee to Dane Sweeney. True. Um, Lee, I think, got his fourth or fifth ITF win this season. His win rate is ridiculous. I think he... So he's lost about five matches to, like, 30 wins in the last 
six or seven tournaments. Oh, sorry, five tournaments. So And last summer, how many did he rattle off? Like 40 wins or something? 40 wins, like... Last summer? Two or three losses, yeah. Man. So the guy's on fire. And he played local legend in Dane Sweeney. Yeah. In the finals. So. Sweeney dog. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, three three setters. Sweeney took the first set off him. And then Lee ended up coming back and winning the le- uh, second two pretty comfy. So, Any, any battle with the Sweeney dog would be such a grind. Oh, Jesus. You so can't hit fast. winners against him. So fast. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we see Lee t- uh, again playing Oz for a second year running. That'd be cool. Another Oz wildcard. That'd be great. No, surely. At this rate of... Oh, unbelievable. Surely. Yeah. So, That's epic. Very good to see. Um, let's move on. Producer Frey, what have you got for us? I have a question. Oh, Jesus. A that sponsorship sounds... question. Yeah. Hang on. I'm a bit thirsty. Ooh. <laughs> good timing. <laughs> Go on. So, you got to one hand can open? Yeah, do you not, get is the that mic not what we're doing? Get the mic on it. I want to hear it. That was loud. That was very loud. That's what you want. All right. So, I want to know, unsports related. Is he? But let's just say, if you could be sponsored by any clothing brand, oh my god, who would you want it to be? Um, like sporting apparel. Any. It doesn't have to be sport. We'll Gucci. Get, Gucci. No. <laughs> no, I was no. about to say Gucci no. as a joke too. Probably, if I were to be sponsored by any apparel. On a sporting sense, maybe um, Sergio Armani. Is that how you pronounce it? What? Yeah, Do you mean Armani? Armani, Sergio Armani. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with my big brands. Have you not watched The Devil Wears Prada? No. Get me Armani. No, I have not that's, watched that's that. That's Giorgio Armani. Because um, uh, Sergio. Sergio's a tennis brand, right? No. no? It's the brand's... Are you thinking of Giorgio Armani? <laughs> what is that? That's his name. Sergio Armani? Is that not the brand? Giorgio I think his Armani name is definitely Giorgio. Is, the luxury, is that the brand? But the, the brand is just Armani. Brand. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> Giorgio Armani. Fabio Fognini reps it. That's not Giorgio Armani. Google it. <laughs> so is there a tennis company called... Oh, <laughs> that was a loud crack. That was a loud let's have a, let's, let's get producer Frey. Hot fingers. Fabio Fognini clothing sponsorship, please. I'm looking at it. Looking um, at otherwise, it. I would probably say Lacoste are pretty clean. Mm-hmm. I love it. Do you have like good like shoes Lacoste. too? Um, You'd be like Richard Gasquet. But other than that, any anything anything from Kathmandu? He now wears EA7. <laughs> He's not on that. Yeah, that's um, Amani. Sergio Tacchini. Is that... Sergio Tacchini is the tennis brand. Yeah, anyway, it's a clean brand. If you get sponsored by Kathmandu, do you also get camping gear? 100%. Verdict, producer Frank? Oh, it's not apparel though, is it? Just apparel. Yeah, they got, yeah, apparel. Because I'm, I'm straight away saying Patagonia. Oh, good choice. I'm locking... <laughs> He's wearing it now. <laughs> he al- but he always is. Um, I'm locking in Uniqlo. Oh, I think that's so versatile. good. Some classy elements. Cheap. Because you can you can get some like linen shirts, you can get some chinos. Producer Frey want I think producer Frey is thirsty. Oh, you want a drink, mate? Oh, clean. clean. I'm gonna have to wait <laughs> for that to stop fizzing. Um, throwing a sparkling. Give, give it the little top tap. Classic technique. Some people just do two. KDD just rips two flicks on it. Oh, <laughs> Ride the foamy dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Stitched him up with a little shake pre pre toss. Oh no! Dirty oh, yes. dog. Um, Listen to that man getting quenched. <laughs> thank you, Wallaby. Oh, thank anyway, you yeah, I'm going Uniqlo because they have. Sp- I have a. Sp- I have a sport shirt. Like very a, good. If they have good quality athletic stuff. Plus, Roger is now sponsored by them, so. So you know you can get the tennis gear going. Yeah, they got puffer jackets. Don't it, have one, but I'd like one. They look nice. Is that is that it? Is there anything well, else? To I was going to ask it. I was going to go clothing brand, car brand, and then a tennis sponsor. Suzuki. <laughs> Daihatsu. He's on the Jimny. <laughs> I want a free Jimny. <laughs> free Jimny. Um, I would probably say. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really thought this one through. Toyota. Toyota. <laughs> Toyota is sort of cars for the whole family. Mm. Yeah. Probably. Or Volkswagen, if you because oh, you can Volkswagen. stick with your Amarok, you yeah. can get a Golf going. It's like both city and 
adventure. Mm. If I'm not going for a luxury like a Tesla, I'm saying Ford. I want to I want to rock around in a big old Ford F two fifty. Just Do own the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna go down well in Brisbane. Oh my um, gosh! That's like those Rams. I would probably say oh, I don't really care, but maybe Audi. <laughs> Definitely not. That's I'm, so I'm, wrong. I'm sticking with Volkswagen. Smart. The people's car. Versatile, like you said. I want to go camping, fishing, boating. Amarok. I want to keep it clean in the city with my family. Tier one. Two reg. Two reg. <laughs> <laughs> Polo. All right. What, Polo. Keep going. What's what? and the last one was a tennis sponsor. Wilson. Wilson. I'm a blade man. I'm a blade As man. As you know. I got the V8 like apparel diesel. or brand like tennis. You can go apparel if you want. I used to I run Wilson shoes too, personally. I liked Asics gear. Mm. Asics, but they don't have rackets. But anyway, it's going to be an issue for you. Yeah, cracking bats. <laughs> My second choice would be Yonex. They're a great brand. Makes me think of Rusty. Anyway, are you trying to reach out for a new sponsor? No, just interested. Okay. <laughs> just curious. <laughs> I thought, there was a, I thought there was an end point to the three. It's like one of those like um, Facebook questionnaires you put in. You put in your f- preference for each and it comes out with like what Hogwarts character you are or something. Oh, yeah, it right, tells yeah. you. Or um, <laughs> what wolf you are in Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, if we're talking about sponsors. Wallaby Water. What? Moving Pretty on. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm quenched. Um, Volcanic filtered. Let's get to the chew. Let's get to the chew. Um... And the chew, as I alluded to in my introduction, I don't know if... Uh, rest and digest along the lines of that. But we're going to be talking about... Nutrition is key. <laughs> rest within sport um, and everything that embodies it. So I don't know how we're going to kick this one off. Well, Re- rest rest in terms of like recovery. Yeah, there's um, di- like not just sleep. No, different types of recovery. Off-season. And, and also off-season, which we want, I want to talk about too at the end, Mental, of, end of this. as well as physical. And Nutrition the importance. is a part of that. Well, it's, it's one of those things that have evolved and gained more importance as tech and science and everything from that has... It's really picked up. Yeah. <laughs> Over the past like 20, 30 years, sports science has kicked up. Hundred percent, and with that, obviously, we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm mid thirsty. <laughs> Don't look at me while I sip my <laughs> damn water. <laughs> um, um, going back to rest, like you said, I would say twenty years ago. Well, this is probably, what it makes probably me not think a, of. Probably not a like a, a big deal. Well, this is what, like, the first thing I thought of was, like, 20, 30 years ago, all the stories about Michael Jordan are he was out gambling or just having a good playing time. Playing golf. Having, playing golf, like, whatever. He's not resting if he's not hooping. Yes. And then he'll come and drop 50 on you. Yeah. Alan Iverson, same. And then... What would you call that, like, the golfing and the gambling? Is that rest? Maybe for him that is... A mental like rest, maybe. A mental rest. Yeah, righto. Keep going. They do say some people need less sleep than others. That's true. But anyway, it's not like it's not on the level you see LeBron at now, for example. Doesn't he sleep like... What do we, what do we have? Sleeps like 16 hours a day or something? I think it's 12. 16 wouldn't leave much time for other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got a game to play, mate. <laughs> but Or like, at the same time, how did Andrew Johns recover from a game of footy? Uh, to his new... Beers, Red Bull post-match. Yeah, Red uh, Bull post-match, of course. Yes. And probably like go out for the night, particularly if you're in Townsville because you can go to the Mad Cow. <laughs> yeah, to the Mad Cow. <laughs> Where else do you go? Nowhere. But, you know what I mean? Like they do get given beers now, but I'm very sure their recovery process is pretty on point after a beer or two. Would you be, would you be quite pissed off if you were in a rugby playing for a team, new coach comes in, Right, you have a win. You hit the sheds. Mm. It's only maybe two or three rounds into the season. Mm. Have a good win. No beers. <laughs> you said that to me like so much drama. No beers. Would you be pissed? Or would you respect the coach's decision to take it more seriously? I'd be upset. I don't think I'd be pissed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you were playing in trust, I'd be like, 
I'd be like, I don't get why we don't have beer. Like, I'd be like, I think a beer or two couldn't hurt. Yep. Is my personal opinion. But I wouldn't be like spraying him. Hmm. <laughs> what the I FC? would. <laughs> oh, anyway. I'm more of a passive, passive uh, coachy player is the word. Fair enough. Going back to rest, talking about... So LeBron obviously is probably... Famous for fa- Famous for his recovery. Recovery process. Like Spends he's always... millions in of dollars on his recovery per year. Supposedly, yeah. He's always in the ice... What's it called? Hyperbaric chamber? Chambers, no ice spray. baths. You know those things that go on your legs and they like pump cold freezing water yes, around? he's got them. Mm. What are they called? Normatec boots. Oh. No, they're the... Or the compressions. Hey? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got all the Seems chambers. He's got he's got everything going for him. But apparently, like like people say, like I heard Carl Corver say on an interview the other, this week, he'd be like, "Yeah, we play a game. He go out. Like the next morning, you get to the gym and he's like there. He's in like a full sweat, just doing like recovery stuff." LeBron. Yeah. Well, apparently in his spandex and nothing else, Damn. just in his tights. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you too if you <laughs> if you look like that? Yeah, that good. But um, the flip side to that. Kind of the flip side, Kobe Bryant. So Famously. He, he was he was famous for no rest, no sleep, train late, get up early, train early before everyone starts. Yeah, not in the Michael Jordan way. Yeah. Like he was obsessively working or had shooting a, or whatever. I saw recently, I'm sure you've seen this already, Chris Bosch had a speech at I think a Kobe memorial and he shared the story of maybe you haven't maybe you have or seen haven't seen this. It was a nice one. It was he what team was he playing for? When? With Chris Bosch before the heat, Toronto. Yeah. Was he with Kobe? Raptors. Uh, maybe Team USA. Team USA, anyway. 20, 2008, yeah. 2010, 2012. Chris Bosch decided to you know, step, step up his game in terms of training. One morning, he decided to go out at five or something, super early. It's like, I'm going to get out before everyone else, start shooting, start training, get in the gym before everyone else, and then keep training when they get there. And as he got to the gym at 5 a.m., Kobe had finished up his session. So full sweat. Full sweat. Wrapping it up. <laughs> Freak, man. So yeah, that's someone that can like you said, doesn't happen to all athletes, but someone who can go on minimal sleep. Apparently, cuz he was they like there was always rumors that he'd do like two 2-hour two naps a night. And yeah. he'd just like do stuff in between. That's weird. He said later in like 2014 he was like, "Oh, I'm up to 6-8 hours now." But, that's crazy. But it's interesting. You think so, someone like that is just a bit more like physically gifted? Like LeBron, could Maybe. LeBron do that? I don't know. Some people just seem to not need sleep that much. Some people have differing levels. Like my level is pretty, like I need a lot of sleep or I don't do very well in the day. <laughs> like genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not above seven and a half, Oof. even eight. Really? I struggle. If, I need- I, if I'm less than seven or over seven and a half, I got a. I'm having. Oh, a you got day. a. You got a small sweet That's spot. You got the, to hit I got a, the Goldilocks zone. Like seven, <laughs> seven and a half. I'm on the money. Three hours of REM. That's interesting. Two hours of deep sleep. Very specific, producer Frey. Anyway. Mm. Very nice. But anyway, it's a. I. I don't want to like. This is totally conjecture, but that is someone. Although he was obsessive with taking care of his body and working on his body. He had quite a. Like to be fair, he went straight to the NBA from high school, so he played thousands and thousands of minutes. But he had he had like his body broke down at the end of his career. Yeah. After his Achilles, he had like a fractured knee. He had heaps of it issues. It did break down. He was just running like a a roll of tape a night. Whereas, and then comparing it to LeBron, who's in his what nineteenth season, looking very good still. Has only recently had like an ankle thing last year. He has like an ab- abdominal strain at the moment, yep. but it's not like crazy. But, but they haven't been like chronic no, ongoing injuries. Not been, as huge um so and the ankle thing solomon hill just dived into his leg yeah <laughs> it was a freak accident so you know it's probably a tribute to could be something there, off, like yeah. a bit of extra rest or recovery but i guess it's different for everyone right the other interesting one i found is cristiano ronaldo because he's famously he eats like six meals a day he like doubles up lunch and dinner jesus he has like a bunch of workouts have you seen you see his shirt come off <laughs> yeah pays off you should check out my Google search history. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo shirtless. <laughs> but apparently he sleeps five 90-minute periods a day. I couldn't figure what? out... What about his normal sleep? I couldn't figure out if that's his sleep or that supplements his sleep. But there's no way. That's six well, hours in the daytime of sleeping. There's no way he also sleeps heaps at night. Well, he could do six at night. Oh, yeah. And get 12 total. Yep. 
That's f- that's fair game. So he's just like sleeping more often. Clean sheets, ninety minutes. Sleep in the fetal position. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> he, no, he doesn't. Apparently, you making that shit up. He's got like a sleep expert. I can't remember his name. Sleep spurt. Sleep spurt. Um, but yeah. Friend of the show, Tom Grew Smith's big on sleep, so he might be able to hit us up there. Yeah, send us a message. Haven't heard from you in a while, mate. Hey, Tombo. <laughs> miss you. <laughs> we miss you. But yeah, that's it. So, but all these athletes are very different. Yeah. You know, so there's no, it's, I it's, guess there's no secret recipe. That's true. That's interesting. There's no set plan still. Like, there's still people pushing uh, yeah. the boundaries. I would definitely say that um, the importance of rest relies to the majority, I think. Maybe there's a few like Kobe and a couple that can just keep right. going and keep yeah, going, keep going. Mostly, it's an important factor. Yeah, that's not just for sport, right? That's like for your work. Any, uh, yeah, anything. any application. You need to switch off. Family, you're hanging out with your mates too much. Jeez, I need to switch off here and be by myself and play. You need to play, play nine holes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, recharge. Well, that's true. Like so it's, it's, it's for anything. And and the mental thing as well. You've got to find a way to refresh yourself. Some like. Whatever that may be, whether you like read, watch TV, meditate, go for a walk, just do something different. Like that's what I wanted to ask: is cross training a form of rest, even though it's activity? Depends on the. Activity. I don't think so. Still counts well, as training. I guess it'll. It could be a mental rest. Yeah. If you're a, if, well, for example, if you're a tennis player and you go in the off for, season, you want to do the month of cross training. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Like that's Wouldn't fun be phys- for producer Frey. Yeah. That's a mental rest for you too, right? Yeah, there you go. Clears them so up. But physically, physically demanding, no. but mentally, I'm just, I'm zen. So, I, yeah, oh. exactly. Well, you see a lot of athletes too in the NBA, tennis, F1. They play golf as a recreation. True. And that's that would be deemed rest. Yeah, I suppose Not so. For mentally. Not for me. I get so mad playing golf. <laughs> Quite it's the crazy. opposite of producer Frank. I've been so frustrated in uh, yeah. sport in my life. I actually do too. I, sp- I can't really play golf like that. It's therapeutic. All right. Mm. That's because you hit a good ball. <laughs> well, not today. Anyway. Um, um, you go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to wrap this thing up. I've got one last topic on rest. Well, I want to hear... Maybe you give us your last topic, but Producer Frey dangled a story I want to hear him tell us about rest. Yeah, go for it. This one was a recommendation from John Birrell. Shout out. Yep. Shout out, the man. And he said... The myth legend. He's not a myth. He's not a myth. He's, he's real. <laughs> he's a real human he's a man, man and a legend. No myth. He said, go check out a guy named Roger Bannister. Okay. For fans of the sport of running. For fans of the sport of running or neurology. Because he was also a neurologist. She's crazy. nice. Hmm. Um, Smart man. So I did a little bit of reading and it was talking about... So for those who don't know, he was the first person to do a sub four minute mile. Which was a huge deal at Which the time. Was crazy. Crazy. So he, he had spent years trying to do this. He'd spoken with doctors, all of which said, your heart and your lungs will explode. It's impossible. It's an impossible barrier. And so he, he did his training. He went and he approached a, a training team. It, he followed the, the Zartefek training schedule, which is basically flog your body as much as you can as long as you've got enough time in between so that you can go out and flog your body. Again. Flog your body and flog your body. And that's the only way that you're going to get better. Right. So he's been tr- doing this for, for years. Can't do it. He'd run a couple 402s, 402, 414, 411. Just could not do it. Um, he, um, he finally, finally gets announced. Three minutes, 59 seconds. 59.4 seconds. Gee, he cut it fine. He cut well, it fine. Well, it was an impossible <laughs> barrier, mate. He wasn't going to smash it. Jeez, um, he cut it fine. And that's oh. still knocking two seconds off of his time. Yeah. Two point Which is six. pretty quick at that um, uh, level. And the only thing that he did differently leading into that competition, other than all the other ones where he did as much training as he could right up to the minute that he had to race, is he went effort and he went hiking for two weeks. He just went off before into the mountains. Before his run. Before this race. Before this run, yeah, he went off into the mountains and just spent two weeks, that's no training, no nothing, just walking around the mountains, going, "That's a nice tree." That's a see, that's a mental rest. But he, uh, having said that, he's done all the hard work Physical leading too. up to it. 
what he does in that next two weeks, I don't think is going to be. But what if he kept running? Maybe he doesn't have quite the juice yeah, in his legs. And, he didn't, and also maybe he didn't have that, that refresh. So having that two weeks, and, then, and he was like, well, he wasn't even going to do the race that day. He's like, I've just done two weeks. So I don't even want to do like. And he was like, you know what? I'm too relaxed. I've been hiking. I'm interesting. Gonna, I'm, I'm just going to run it anyway. Who cares? Yeah. And then it was that that rest period that he'd never had over his years of training. Just let his body bounce that back let his body a little go, bit more. This is time. This is fun. I just thought of this actually. I was I've been hitting recently with hopefully friend of the show Jackie Bell. She's our she's famous for her ultra marathon running. She's the youngest female in the world to do it on seven continents. Every continent. Yep. So I, youngest person. Every youngest female. Oh. Yes. Is there a younger boy? Mate, potentially. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, this is um, alludes to your story. She had an ultra. A week or two ago, the week before that, or the two weeks before that, I hit, had a hit with her, and she was explaining, "Oh, I'm not really, haven't really prepared as as well as I have in terms of clicking off the K's and whatnot." So she, it sounded like she had a more of a a chill period uh-huh. leading up to it. And then talking to her after the race, she had one of her best best runs True. In, a, in a heated field. So there's something in that. There's something in but that. But you definitely. have to put in. You have to put the deposits in the bank in the lead up to your rest. Yeah, you can't do what I do. For, Which is just for chill. Chill, drink beers, <laughs> and hit once the week leading up to a tournament. Right. It's like, yeah, checks out. I didn't last a match. Anyway. Yeah, you've got to bank it up first and then have a rest. Yeah, the combination of doing the dirty work plus rest. That's interesting though. Imagine how good he felt like 500 meters in. And he went, oh man, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel good, good. I could yeah. be on here. That is unbelievable. Um, To finish off with, on rest, looking at it more so on, um, how do do I describe this, on the calendar of a sport, it's been a topic on the PGA recently because the PGA essentially don't have an off-season. They just run... They just keep rolling. They just keep tournament after tournament after tournament and I guess it's... Even worse than tennis? Tennis is pretty bad for that. Yeah, two weeks at the end of the year. (laughs) That could just be a gap between tournaments. (laughs) (laughs) Golf's got none. So if you That's wanted, wild. you could play all year. I think similarly to tennis, you can choose what tournaments you play, but there's a minimum. Yeah. So you can, I guess you can allow yourself rest yeah, within you, the you season. You have to set your own schedule though. Um, but the talking point with this is that most other sports have a period of time where they're in season and a period of time when they're off season, which um, for golf... Read an article. They said they might be very beneficial in terms of for viewership. For example, um, when we watch rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, we're we're pretty <laughs> we're pretty disappointed when the season ends. But boy, like do now. We, but yeah, but boy, do we get hyped up. Once, That's true. Once once the season starts coming alive just, again, just saw pics of the boys doing preseason today, and I and was it's, like, Ooh. yeah. Whereas we don't have that in golf at the moment. Woof. <laughs> 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 They're all about three kilos overweight. <laughs> I love photos. For, I love photos from preseason because they're just they're working. They're grimacing. Everyone's just everyone's out. and they're clearly just running laps yeah. or something. <laughs> There's no weight training. There's nothing. Oh, that would be the worst. That would be the worst coming off a of preseason. The first two weeks, three weeks of this time of year in Brisbane too. It's been so muggy. Oh damn. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, that was a talking point. They have golf. a point. Yeah, and. A couple of really good examples with this is during COVID, the PGA Tour and the women's PGA Tour had obviously an extended break, and it was I think it was like a three or four month break with with um, with COVID going rampant everywhere. Within that, they had a couple charity events where we like Ch- Bar- Charles Barkley came out, Justin Timberlake, Steph, a heap of these A list celebrities came out and did an did an event which gained a heap of traction. Um, so with that. With an off-season in golf, we could have opportunities like that, like we do in tennis. Mm. Probably, uh, we still see it in tennis a little bit, but they sort of make time in tennis. Yeah, um, but yeah, big, big advantages for a cheeky little off-season, and you, yeah, as I think it's prevalent with other sports that you see as well. I think so. it helps to, like, you're right. It builds. We've it can get casual fans because they know it's golf season. Yes. Whereas if golf's always on. Golf's yeah. just on, and I, I don't watch golf. That's it, and I so guess you're just like whatever. I guess at the moment, a casual golf viewer would maybe tune into the Masters. Yeah, you know, as opposed to 
a, a six-month season. It sort of adds something. It's yeah. like, oh, the golf is on. And that can still go long, but like if yep. you know when something begins and ends, it adds more a bit more value. Yeah, so the presence of, like, like I said, charity matches. We also saw an epic transformation over the COVID break. DeChambeau. Bryson. Bryson putting on some keggers. Beast mode. Beast mode. Jeez, you, uh, you should have sent me off the tee today. First two holes. Bryson mode? Yeah, Bryson mode. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Would you rather drive a ball like Bryson DeChambeau or Happy Gilmore? Bryson. Happy Gilmore? What do you mean? What do you mean? Isn't his whole thing like he just gets it straight to the hole? <laughs> yeah, this that's true. He looks like a bit of a goose when he does it. A little run-up, little hockey player run-up. That's an unbelievable skill, mate. <laughs> if you want to be top... Imagine how much money you make. No, see, it depends you, what you're in Every course for. you're on, you get straight to the hole. You're just birdieing at least all what the time. What if he's got a shit putting game? Does it matter if you're a metre away? On a par five? <laughs> no, they don't, they don't give gimmies in, in tournaments. I guess so. It depends no, what you like, want. I just can't want. Be that, I just want to look shit at putting. I just want. <laughs> true. I just want to look nice. I'm not. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for the. Anyway, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much they make in golf? Lots of money. Oh my gosh. We've talked about this. Yeah, we have talked about it. You didn't think that through. That's all Don't right. Don't get me started. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's rest. Yeah, that's rest. And off season is rest, and an off season not only for the for the athlete is beneficial, but also the the consumer. Shall we go have some rest now? Yeah, I'm pretty hungry. Me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for joining in if you've come this far once again. Um, we've got through a lot. Once again, congrats, James Duckworth. Ducks, Ducky. Cracking the top 50. Fox Sports Australia, if you're listening. Jimmy D. Little article will be great. New nickname. ESPN Australia slash New Zealand, if you're listening. An article would be great. <laughs> Some kind of publicity for our man. Please. And please. also Jack Moore's uh, UTR experience last week, Pro Series. Oh, Jack Moore's a pro tennis player. Yeah, give Jack us a, Moore. Give us a look. Jack, please. Pro tennis player Moore. <laughs> um, once again, thanks to our podcast sponsor, Kiawa Organic, and our appreciated product, Hellfish Surfboards. A Flora um, Bora coffee van. A Flora Bora. Um, and boys, tell you what, after this chat, Keen are into some, uh, some water. Some wallaby water. Some water, wallaby water. <laughs> can't wait to quench my thirst. <laughs> Stay <laughs> hydrated. Bubbles. Thanks, boys. See ya. Ciao. Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs>